Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. Home edition again. Home edition back patio on I'm this beautiful day. Sis, aka Allie. I'm Dad. AKA Tony. I, and it is nearly 70 degrees with no um, clouds in the sky. We're sitting in the backyard physical distancing. I got the tape measure out. We're over six feet it's apart. It's fine. We are family. family. We are family. I don't know the rest of that song. That's all I know. How are you? All my brothers and sisters, sisters and me. Family. There you go. Wow. That's pretty good. Well, welcome to Breakfast with Sis Backyard Edition. We went through the drive through this morning. We ordered everything online. It was right there. We picked it up. It was awesome. We came back. We're in the I know, it was supposed to rain all day. I know, it was 87% chance of rain yesterday for today. Yeah. And it's zero. Zero. There's not not literally one cloud in the sun. They are. Are you praying for no rain? Yes. You are? Well, I have been enjoying this. We actually, three of us, got out and did a bike ride. You did almost 10 miles yesterday on your bike. So I got a bike. It's pretty impressive cruiser. A hundred bucks off Academy because I, I did one of those like, I want a bike and I want it right now. That's right. And that was the only bike that I could get. Well, you got to tell everybody how you got it too because we went to Academy and because yeah. they're only allowing so many people the in the store. The line was so long. It was around the corner so of the store. On, ordered it, did curbs, I pick up and they brought it out we opened up we opened up the tailgate they brought it out they set it in the back of the truck we drove off yeah it was, <laughs> it was so cool all those people standing in line and looking at us going hey uh, wait a minute yeah, i've been out here rookies. for an hour i know i know rookies so it's a nice bike it's all black it's yeah. a cruiser and i wanted a cheap one because my um reputation with exercising mm. isn't yes. very strong so no. i didn't know if i actually would actually do it ride it or if it was just one of those like splurge <laughs> looks but cool i have ridden rode a lot. my bike every single day a since lot. i got it you've been riding to our house and back to your house yeah. which is two miles away two miles away and there's a trail behind our way. house and behind your house mm-hmm. that goes pretty much house to house yeah literally it's a really nice trail we live off the, the trails the the downside is going from your house to our uh, house is all, all uphill, uphill. Every single bit of it. Now, what's cool is when Going you go home. home it's really fast. <laughs> you got home so fast the other night. I'm I like, know. did you stop along the way and text me? And you're like, nope. It was crazy how fast. But it does make a difference going downhill. Yeah. And that's good considering your bike weighs about the same amount as a 57 Buick. <laughs> I mean. It's a honker. <laughs> it's a honker. When I loaded all of our bikes in the back of the truck to go to for our bike ride, you know, my bike weighs, I think, 18 pounds. I'm pretty sure your bike weighs about 50 pounds. <laughs> it's very close. But it's more exercise for you. You're building some strong leg yeah, muscles. and I only have one gear. <laughs> one gear. I was so impressed so on the hills y'all yesterday. Are doing gear, y'all are switching gears on all those hills and like, come on, Ellie, you got it. And I'm over <laughs> here like... <laughs> Your heart almost exploded <laughs> on one of those hills. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm like, come on, sis, you can do it. I thought for sure you were going to get off and push it up, but you did so I, good. So I kept up with all y'all. And I said, hey, right here you can rest. And, man, you got to the top I of that hill. It. Now, the other thing about having a big, heavy bike is downhill, you go really fast. I do. <laughs> you got like the 18 miles an hour yesterday. It was great. It was pretty good. So, on, so we went around the lake yesterday. Yeah. But... I went around the lake for the first time on Monday. Monday. And the Kinda. lake around, it's just a big circle. It's a lake circle. around is nine miles. Nine miles. This is my first time doing it. Now, sis. Oh, that's right. Because we only walk. We only walk it. And we only half, walk parts. Part, right. Yeah. Well. And there's some parts that you can't like drive to right. and walk. So there's some parts I have never seen before. So I call you and I was like, okay, this is where I'm at. Cause you used to bike or you bike all the time. I was like, this is where I'm at. 
am I halfway or should I just turn it back around? And yep. you're like, you no, 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 you're, you're more than halfway. That's just right. keep going. It's right. a big circle. Big circle. Well, and now, obviously, I'm saying it's a big circle. If the lake is on your okay, right-hand you, side, but, it okay, seems obvious. We, drove, we did it last time, and there was a, a pretty good chunk, like three minutes, where it was trees and there was no lake. Okay. Admit it. Okay. No. Yes. No, I know which part you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I know which part you're talking okay. about. Okay. And then it curves back to the no, lake. No, now, wait a minute. When you come out of that tree canyon, because it's the tree canyon mm-hmm. on the west side of the mm-hmm. lake, when you come out of that tree canyon, mm-hmm. immediately. No, 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 no. Immediately. No, 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 no. You see the lake. No. Immediately, sis. Yeah, but sis, it also you looks immediately like. Okay, see so the lake. going back, going back. <laughs> so I'm going cruising. There's a fork in the road. There is. That and most people, there were a ton of people going straight. You got to admit it. There are there a ton, of, a people ton of people going straight. There are a ton of people going straight. There are more fork, people which, going straight. Which, by the way, is brand than, new. Brand new. They just opened yeah. it like three months well, ago. Well, I went straight. Instead of, because instead at the of time, taking the fork toward the lake, you followed the people. Yes, I followed the people. I'm you sorry. You didn't follow the lake. I guess I'm one of those people that if everyone's dropping, jumping off the bridge, I'm going to <laughs> too, because there obviously is a reason. <laughs> So I Why was following the people. Following the people. They looked professional. They were. Well, that trail <laughs> leaves the lake. <laughs> a long A long ways. ways. We so around the lake is nine miles. That's right. We biked thirteen miles. <laughs> I was closer to my house than I was to the lake. That is so true literally when you closer finally to my house stopped and said wait a minute this seems like we're going the right way yeah where's the lake i was at target <laughs> when i saw the back of target like, in the parking lot i, I was like hold target on anywhere near the lake target is 10 minutes from the lake <laughs> driving 10 minutes from the lake oh sis well oh, okay, so mom so had to come pick me up i'm i'm impressed that you finally stopped I am nervous I was, that I was actually fine, like uh, no. riding, and this was my first time riding more than two miles. Well, well, even four. I wasn't really going all the way to your house right. then. Right, that's true. I was, I because I couldn't make it up the hills. Right, so I was going up the hills. That new trail's pretty flat though, isn't it? Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is. I was fine. Just cruising along, enjoying the ride. But then I went. Then once I got past target and past home depot i was like there i'm, I'm way too out. far <laughs> it's like there's no i don't even know how to get back to my car so. well you'd have to go all the way back to where you stopped and then yeah. actually follow the lake heck no the challenge is from that fork and what's you're so, less than a half a mile yeah i because i yeah when we rode it yesterday it literally took us five minutes exactly you were so close we were five we we biked an extra hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> earlier than and what week, was so yesterday. funny what was so funny is like there's like tons of trees i know and i was on this lake and i and in between the trees it was like peaking right of blue and i'm like okay there's some water oh my god <laughs> just keep going there's some water oh my god it is the sky oh my gosh I thought that blue was the was water. Oh I was like, okay, oh, there's water I'm back really there. Really worried about oh, you. Oh man. Now I'm really worried about you. Oh my god. It was great exercise though. But now since I did that, I'm like, oh, I can do anything now. Well, yeah. So. Following the lake is key. Yeah. Staying close now to I the know. lake. Now, now you know. know. It was a good ride yesterday. It was memories. So you did. Um, let's see. A little over nine miles in 50 minutes. So mm-hmm. you were averaging about 10 miles to 11 miles an hour. That's pretty good. On a on cruiser. A, on a cruiser with one gear. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Yep. And you had your helmet on. Yes. A yep. mushroom head. I'd ordered a new one, though. You did it order a new one? It doesn't give me mushroom, mushroom head. head. I, well, look, it's about protecting your noggin. I know. I know. I know. Ask some of your board members what they think about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good exercise. It was. Getting. I'm enjoying it. You're getting more exercise. I told mom. Mom's like, well, if you can do this, you can do a workout exercise. I was like, yeah, but I'm not sitting down 
during a workout exercise. Your tailbone does hurt, though. My tailbone does hurt. But we put a new pad on but it. But if I'm sitting helped. down, I can do anything. If I could, I could probably paint way more murals if I sat down. That's true. But if you think about it, bike riding, because you have to balance yourself while you're going, you, you work it's on your core, balance, yeah. you work on your core. Um, I have no idea. I used to, like, ride the bike, my bike, when I was younger with, like, no hands and just, like, cruise. Yeah, you were much lower to I the ground. I don't know. <laughs> that is true. I was like, man, I don't know how you do that. There's some professional bikers that can do that. At high speeds. I'm like, man. That's, a, that's way too much balance for me. I used to that's be able to do it too, not anymore. That's my goals. Don't be practicing that. That's a good way to, that's a good way Crush to experience. Crush my wrists. Yes. Right. Just hang on. I can do one-handed. Well, okay. Because I call, I called you on my first bike ride. Oh I was like, I don't gosh. know where I am. He's like, are you biking and, and calling me at the same time? Oh my gosh. I was like, yes. He's like, you stop right now. That's right. If anything, put do what mom does and put one of your AirPods in. Mom, mom figured out AirPods. That's these, right. During quarantine, she has. And now she's an one expert. of those people. That's right. That always has an earbud in her ear. <laughs> one. One, just one. That's right. The entire time. I uh, know. It's like, mom, she's like do you one know of those things. She's like one of those things where she's just like randomly doing something. <laughs> or she's like randomly like talking. I'm like, what, what are, are you doing? doing? I know. And it, they're like, oh, you're, yeah. You're but you're it's bud. really nice because when you have it in your ear, you can ask Siri to call or, or text for yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. And so she's figured it out. She doesn't like to because it's a safety issue for her. Yeah. She likes to hear what's coming on. But yeah. if you're standing on the wrong side of her, you don't know yeah, that know. she has it in there. You're going, what are you talking about? She's figured it out. There's a lot of things that have happened this week. Me and Lennon did um, an art challenge, which was really fun. You'll have to go on my Instagram and see it. For the people listening. For the people listening. It was. You showed me the actual video. It was, it was, it was actually... Funny awesome did you put that on tiktok yeah did a million a people watch that <laughs> no it's getting close to almost it almost has a hundred thousand holy smokes doesn't your other video have a million or something yeah a million and one a million views and one and one that's crazy that's TikTok not me it's weird i think i posted something the other day though that didn't show my face right and it doesn't doesn't have that much Oh, well, there. So I, I learned Pe the, the lesson. People, people just like to see my face. People like to see your face. Yeah, it only has 200. 200? It was a fail. Uh, well, it's a good experiment. Yeah. So you've had some highs this week. You also did the prank challenge. Yeah, I pranked my husband. There's just a ton a ton he of good. He pranks back hard. He hasn't got me yet, so I'm, I'm sleeping with my one eye open. Oh, my gosh. But I'm going to try to get him before he gets me back. <laughs> He's going to... He's going to, while you're sleeping, he's going to paint the room white or something like oh that. Oh, my gosh, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, Prank Wars have officially, he's like, oh, you started it now. It's yeah. like, bring it on. Oh, my gosh. Quarantine's getting us. There's something else I was going to mention. Um, Those are all your highs. There are things that have happened. Those are all your highs. Is your low that your tailbone hurts? Yeah. Other than that, and rubbing Icy Hot oh, in your eyeballs. That was the worst last night. <laughs> Had to do the emergency shower. Man, it shower. didn't really bother me. What? I was going to mention something, and you just kept talking like you always do. And I can't think of it because now. Because if I stop, it's dead air. Waiting I know. for your brain to cycle. I know. Did you write it down on your high-low app? No, it wasn't about high-low. It was oh, about like, something else what you did this week? I did this week. I'm just doing a lot more like business stuff. Not business stuff. Well, None of working, it's business no, stuff. No, you've been working quite a bit with your CPA on trying to figure out oh, yeah, that's like all of the things going math on. Math stuff, but as far as like content wise, it's a it's just a lot more like fun and not so stiff stuff. I think that's better. I think so too. You I'm think really that's more authentic? It. Authentic. Yeah. We got to talk about authenticity. I uh, know we've been having some conversations about authenticity. <clears throat> How it can be bad. Well, so a lot of people talk about, you know, hey, I just you just need to be authentic, and I'm a big fan of of being authentic. But I, th I think what we heard is trendy. that it's, authenticity is very trendy right now, and a lot of people on the interwebs want to be very authentic, which there's nothing wrong with that. But we heard a phenomenal podcast by. Dr. Adam Grant talking about there is kind of a double-edged sword to being 
you know, authentic, mm-hmm. that there is a bad side to that being too authentic. How do you, how do you define authentic being authentic? How do you define being your true self? Man, you sound like a blogger. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty scary. Wow. That sounds like an Insta story from Being a blogger. Being you, because everyone else is taken. You just need to bring your whole self to work. Be you. Everybody else is taken. That's a big. That's a big trendy thing. So interesting. The actual word comes from the art world of tracing back to find the original creator of something. Mm. Right. So an authentic painting. I have an authentic Alley K painting hanging on my wall. You do. Right? And so I trace that back all the way to you. It's authentic. It's just it's just you. But when can authenticity be bad? What do you think? Well, there's there's three things on when it can be bad. Yeah. I already know what you it's not what I think. It's already I already know. I listened to the podcast. You, with you your your brain is bigger. When is authenticity bad? Which one do you want me to talk about first? You can talk about any of them. Well, I wrote some notes. You took some notes this morning? Your notes are very more, um, very more? CEO. <laughs> very more? <laughs> yes. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Oh I'm so God. glad. I'm so glad you Jeez. said that. Holy smokes. <laughs> it was so, it was like buzzing <laughs> in my brain. It was so hard for me to concentrate. Oh, my gosh. So I was doing some videos. Yes. And this lady comments and she's like you're so cute on how you talk oh that's right and i'm with you that's right reading this and i'm like <laughs> hold right. on that's right i, remember I this say these words right. differently yes you do and i'm like hold on why haven't you told me that <laughs> i have said these words differently what and you're I like oh you? because it's so cute it's cute and that lady did say that it was cute too that's she's right. like this is the cutest thing that's so right. that's right <laughs> I I can't say it now without. No, you can't. That's all right. Don't even try. It's, I did a video. That's right. And where Lennon had to draw. D R on the back of my draw. 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 I had to. He draw. Drew. Drew. He drew on the back, and then I drew what I guessed. Right. What? But I. You have said always put an extra L. Drawl and drawling. Drawling, drawling. You have always put an extra L. I thought L that's in how it always is. No, that's how like everyone your, else says it. That's your say dyslexia it. coming out. That was my southern twang. That's right. Well, you've always put an extra L, and you put an extra L in. No, there many is no words. L. It's a. I put, you put an, an L. You put an extra letter, an L, in drawling, and it's hard Drawl. to. Yeah, I know. So anyway. That was pretty funny. Where's mom? I don't know. She's here some. Oh, she's in school. Oh, I was gonna have her say the word because now you're you're contaminated. I'm content because I can't hear anything other than your thing. Back to our story. What? It, oh, because I said your notes are way more CEO like, and mine is more. Um, <coughs> Less CEO like. Less CEO. Your your notes are more authentic. <laughs> no, they're just e- dumbed down. What? They're dumbed down. I did notice this morning while we were listening to a podcast that while you were multitasking, you learned less than when you weren't multitasking. But I also, if I'm not doing something or if I'm not looking at something i i cruise into that's a myth no it's not a myth it's a myth because we were the center for brain science has said that your stress level goes up when you multitask yes but i was i have to like either be writing notes or watching notes about what you're listening to and scrolling infinity instagram is two different things yes i know i got off of it after i said something to you and said, what did you just hear? And you repeated two or three words, but you had no idea what you were saying. <laughs> but I got those two or three words. Yeah. <laughs> you know how often it that happens? It was an intro. It was not. It was important. Okay, are we going to talk about it? These people are like, okay, annoyed. Skip. Next next episode. <laughs> <laughs> what would you take away? When is authenticity bad? 
when you undermined your credibility. Ooh, unpack that. How do you do? How do you undermine your credibility? Well, he was talking about when it is a good time to be authentic and when it's a bad time to be authentic, and uh, kind of them all like merge together because he's saying that you need to have credibility first in order for you to show kind of. I I wrote it down. It's like you need to have credibility first before you start showing that you're human and relatable i mean you can show that you're human throughout the process but for the example this person had a ton of credibility and all these people looked up to him so much and almost like oh he's kind of untouchable superstar famous whatever but then he showed that he was human essentially not really i mean he was authentic but he showed Relatability, right? In like it's that emotional vulnerability. Yeah, emotional vulnerability. Like, hey, I am, I am still also human. Like, I have the same feelings that you do too. And because he had credibility up front, he but was he able didn't, to do that. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed to that in some point, but I mean, he could have showed that throughout him getting credibility as well. So Adam Grant's point is authenticity without boundaries. Um, but he showed reduces it reduces your credibility. But I like the example more of like he humanized his feelings with the crowd. He didn't show like he didn't undermine him saying like okay guys, I'm really nervous about me speaking up here because I wasn't prepared. Right. Like some people might see that as being authentic and being like, yeah, I am kind of scared to to speak in front of these people. But you never want to show that because you're just. He was confident in what he knew. Yeah, but I'm saying on the on people thinking about being authentic and showing your true self, if they really are a little bit nervous, he didn't say it in that sense. He said it in a different sense. It's interesting what you hear. That's interesting. So. The point was is that there are boundaries on when you should express emotional vulnerability and be really super duper authentic. There are yes, boundaries. Yes, there's two. Ta- there's there's right. multiple layers within that. That's right. When you have credibility, you can be more than when you don't have credibility. And the example, the story that he told was attorneys going for job interviews. The attorneys whose resumes were in the top 10% when they were being very authentic, they had more credibility. But the attorneys with their resumes in the top or in the bottom half, when they tried to be authentic, they had less um, positive response in their interviews. It was it was pretty interesting. There are boundaries, so that was the first one. What's the second one? But I would be interested to see like what those people were being authentic about. Were they were they saying like yeah I'm like really nervous or yeah mm-hmm. I well the whole point was emotional vulnerability being yeah being too open about how you feel and et cetera et cetera but based off of like you shouldn't you shouldn't like you shouldn't open up the door of like showing your true self and showing that you're not confident i guess is what i'm trying to say what does it mean to show your true self what does that mean to you well after this podcast it's kind of a little different now yeah but so i get so question for you you're you're answering my question with a question i like that i get asked all the time well i'm really shy how do I sell my artwork or how do I start like they want they're wanting to start businesses but they're really shy people mm-hmm. and granted you don't need to have a lot of human interaction to start a lettering business right or start up an Instagram account right. but they are having times where it's hard for them to they're like well I'm shy so what counsel would you give them 
if they're trying to be their true authentic self but they're a shy introverted person but they're wanting to start a business i don't understand the question is are they are you saying that their shyness is preventing them from starting the business i guess that's what they're that's what they are asking they're asking if being shy would prevent them I from guess starting they're wanting I guess they're I guess they feel like they can't grow as much because they're shy that has nothing to do with being authentic shyness or introvertedness has nothing to do with but being in authentic. Uh, in some people's eyes it <clears throat> is well then the then it's not about being authentic it's about educating people on the difference of being shy and introverted and starting a business that has nothing to do with with being so you don't think being an introverted person is being yourself like if you're introverted is that not who you are do you realize that some of the the greatest most recognized leaders in the world ever have been introverts it's not about introvert or extrovert what does an introvert mean to you what does that mean you said shyness. Is that how other people are describing it? That's how people that are coming to me are describing it. Yeah. 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 And so that introvertedness, that that shyness is all that is saying is that I am not as comfortable around people as other people are. I don't naturally go out and say and strike up a conversation going, hey, you look like somebody I want to have fun with Mm -hmm. and there's people that are overly extroverted Mm -hmm. and there's people that are overly introverted that just don't like people at all and that's not really I mean are are you asking hey look can I still be shy and be in business and be quote-unquote authentic about my shyness Um, yes Uh, yeah I mean your shyness has nothing to do with your ability to do what you do that's what I say. Yeah. Because your ability to, you know, be a maker, whatever it is, you know, being um, good at calligraphy or being good at art or being good at, you know, crafting of some sort, um, that has nothing to do with that. Now, how you market that, if an individual says, well, can I still be authentic to myself of being um shy and still market my um, crafts, well, it becomes a little bit of a challenge. I mean, they did talk about um, putting on a provisional self. And you remember that part of the podcast that they talked to people that moved from one area of their role to another area and they had to use new skills that they that they didn't have before it's like wait a minute I've always been behind the scenes now you want me to go sell something Mm -hmm. I really don't have those skills to go sell something and they had to you know use their quote they there's a term for it called provisional self I had to put myself in this position to go sell something and I didn't feel natural to me so I didn't feel like I was being authentic and maybe that's the version of shyness versus yeah you know I think so putting myself out there and the economist from um, London said that she studied this and, and what, what she has taught people is that your you have a lot of different selves, right? You have a, you have a mentoring self, you have a Ali K self, you have a, you know, a, a cis self. You have they all said these like a self. self at the bar. Yeah. Self at happy hour, happy or whatever hour. the case may be. And they're not all identical, but the point that she made is that if you believe that you have a fixed self, that your self could never be anything more than it is, then that fixed mindset will always hold you back. But if you have a growth mindset that says, hey, look, I can develop and learn new skills, mm-hmm. then that can move you ahead. And these people, and she said that as a teacher, she found herself um, testing out new ways to teach in a classroom yeah that she said this isn't my normal self I don't feel like I'm being off this isn't my quote-unquote authentic self because I would do it this way but I've learned that if I teach in this other way wow I got five other people that I've been able to connect to and that growth it doesn't it becomes my new self 
I think really the key word is like studying like that professor studied she because she was quote unquote shy but then she studied which way was the best way to to communicate what she needed to say in her classroom by being shy right but she had to study that I think that's and I it's what I tell all I'm giving away a lot of my secret sauce with my mentor sessions, but it's all right. Um, Claire, like you have to have confidence. If you're shy and you're wanting to build confidence, it's based off like you get confidence from clarity and from clarity. It's you have to study and you have to be the expert essentially. I'm doing air quotes of what you, that's exact. That's like one of the key things of when, you tell me when you coach me of like speaking to other people you have to you have to be relatable but you also have to be the expert and you have to know your stuff know your stuff right that's like i had a professor take one of my online mentor sessions and she was a professor which is really cool but she was one of those people she's like well i'm i'm shy and i'm like are you shy when you're i'm like it's really fascinating that you're a professor and you're speaking to all these high school people that can be so intimidating like if you said anyone to anyone like hey go speak in front of these high schoolers that have so many opinions but you're not shy around them it's because you know that not that lesson plan inside and out but when you go to your art right you probably you probably don't know and yeah Technically, she probably does know the art inside and out, but she hasn't, like, mm. found her style. Right. And she hasn't known. She doesn't have full confidence. She doesn't have full confidence, and she doesn't know fully what where she wants her art to go or what it, what she wants it to look like. And so then that becomes, she doesn't have clarity on that. I call it conviction. Really having, and I like clarity also, really having a deep understanding about what it is. The point on the point on shyness and anything along that way from being an authentic person is uh, if you're if you believe that you're fixed in one spot and the way you are is the way you are and will never change that could be very limiting mm-hmm. because if you're not growing and developing and learning new ways to overcome then you can become a victim of whatever circumstance you find yourself in. Well, it also just goes back to um, when people ask, for example, this past week, this girl messaged me and she's like, I can just tell that you really want to help people and that you really want to um, give people the answers to their questions. And I've been asking all these small businesses how... And what website to use for products to like to put her stuff on products. Um, she called it something. I can't remember what it, it what it was, but essentially like manufacturing. That's why that's the word I'm looking for. Right. She's like I'm asking all these small businesses and they're not replying. And so I didn't want to enable her. Right. So I switched it to a learning lesson as like the reason why these small businesses are probably not giving you the answer is because they have spent so much time researching, studying, looking at manufacturers, looking to see like what works for them, how much they have because there's a ton that goes into it. It's like how much, where do you live, budget, what products you're wanting to use. So they've put in the time of doing that. And I said the same, it's like I did the exact same thing for my manufacturing. And so I would suggest really researching versus just asking other companies to give, you the answer. To give right. the answer or what they're using. What they're using might not be what you right. need to be using. But even while you're researching and maybe you're not finding exactly what you're looking for, you're finding other answers and more knowledge about the man- manufacturing business it's while you're doing that research. Yeah. Don't shortcut the process. Yeah. Because the process is part of critical thinking is the right. most is the important learning. part. Right. The process is the most important part. Yep. That's good counsel. That's good counsel. 
I thought the other... But going back to being shy, it goes also back to this authenticity on the opposite side where there's people that are almost too too blunt. blunt. Do we know anybody like that? Yeah. That every word that comes out of their mouth is is basically a sledgehammer? Here's what... Or they're just saying, well, I'm just being my authentic self. That's right. I'm just being my authentic self. I'm just saying what I think. I think you have to be you but not selfish. Well, that was the, yeah, he said that authenticity without empathy is selfish. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that uh, just, it's not all about you. Yeah, you have to like, yes, you might have this really powerful opinion and you really believe this is right or wrong, but you have to also take into account that there's other people's opinions and other people's stories and you have to maybe they for example this girl had a really bad experience with the union and the podcast but there are other people that use the union and they actually did really help right in a sense and so just because you maybe had one experience then everyone's story is different everyone has a different unless you have empathy for other people's stories then it will diminish your ability so you can be authentic and say everything that, I called it being unfiltered. I mean, the people that have, they just, every word that comes out of their mouth is so unfiltered. uh, But they think they're either doing the right thing. That's right. It's like, I'm just being my authentic self and telling you, you don't want me to be authentic. And I'm like, you can be authentic all day long, but nobody's going to listen to you. Because it's so unfiltered that, that when it hits other people, they just go, boop, and they shut it off because there's no empathy for you know, two sides, um, a two-sided conversation. I thought that one was really brilliant, that authenticity without empathy is just selfishness. And the last one was pretty interesting. You thought it blended, you thought the last one blended into the first one, but I definitely see, I definitely see a distinction between the last one. He said that authenticity without status and trust is risky, is how he said it. I just don't like the word status. I know you're, but you like the word credibility, and I don't disagree with that. I think it's, I think that works. In the first one, he said that without credibility um, established, if you get too emotionally vulnerable with somebody, you could lose them. The first one was talking more about timing, and the second Boundaries. one was talking. Right. The last, or one the last talking. one was talking more about how much credibility you have. Right. you And that you need to gain it. Right. He actually had a really big, gigantic word that I that tried to phonetically like, spell and I couldn't do it. Yeah. That you, Idiosyncrasy credit. That you can't be like talking about, I don't know, get some rights movement, but then you've never. Right. You've never even like studied or like you can't be like talking like all these people that I'm trying to like come up with something that I don't like want to like step on anyone's toes for an example, but like. If someone blurts out something about the president, but never once researches exactly. anything about the government or how right. it works or right. anything like it that, it becomes risky because at that point you lose. Yeah, you lose people. Yeah. I what I thought was interesting about the last example is it's okay to have a very strong opinion about something, being your quote unquote authentic self, and being very passionate. And I, I always refer to myself or other individuals with very, very strong opinions as being very passionate about mm-hmm. what they believe. It's okay to do that as long as you're connecting it to the bigger mission of everyone. This almost Versus goes a little yourself. bit just to yourself. Because if it, if it becomes a crusade just for yourself, you, you inadvertently lose everybody around you. And then it just becomes a war of one and you become a victim. Give an example. Well, I mean, if somebody is um, passionate about, you know, only having plant-based food in the cafeteria and they're very authentic about the um, benefits of plant-based food and we only need to have plant-based food in the cafeteria and they go on this, this uh, you know, crusade to change the cafeteria over to plant-based food, you can alienate a lot of people 
being very authentic because you come back and say, hey, look, I'm just being very authentic. I, I, I only eat plant-based food and, and look at me, and so I'm just being very authentic. Don't you want me to be very authentic? And you lose a lot of people versus if you come back and say, hey, look, the mission of the organization is to um, take care of the well-being of our people and the well-being of our people includes the physical well-being of our people. And research has shown that having this option increases people's health and therefore their productivity and therefore their engagement and helps us get a better product. Now, all of a sudden, you've connected your passion to the mission of the organization and people lean in and go, okay, I, I understand that now because you've connected with me. Yeah. You've connected to the bigger mission. So it, it's being your authentic self but connecting it to and this is where the credibility comes through connecting it to the bigger mission um brings more people together versus creates this individualistic you know just you against the world type of thing um, and there's a lot of people that are them against the world and that's unfortunate because they're spending a lot of energy um trying to do that where they could probably bring more people in by just connecting to a bigger mission with having a bigger um social media presence and a lot of people have this and a lot of people feel like they need to use that platform right. for um being Doing passionate right. and but sometimes it can I don't know. Sometimes it can backfire. Sometimes it can. I just have, and I've been torn about this because I personally have just kept my platform just how, like, why I created it. I didn't create it to, like, express my different points of views, um, but that's just personal. But a lot of people on the opposite think that, like, oh, if you're, if you're silent, you're just as much as a mm, yeah, X, I've Y, and that. Z. I've heard that. But I, so, but I think it goes back to that, like being authentic, ha, like you need to have boundaries when, when it's the right. When it's the right time. Right time. Yeah. Because you lose credibility if, if you're, if you're out of the lane and I thought it was brilliant. Everybody, I'm going to put it in the show notes. Everybody should go listen to Forbes magazine said that if you're, if you're a recent college graduate, this should be one of the top five podcasts that you download. I feel like it, anyone should I think, listen to it. I think I think Breakfast with Sis should also be in the top five yeah. podcasts that people should download. But um, the Adam Grant podcast is pretty... Maybe top 20. Maybe not top five. Breakfast with Sis we or Adam Grant? <laughs> well, that's just how we is. We're just being authentic, sis. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we do have to roll. There's a beautiful day, and do you guess think what? People, a cloud just showed up. Do you think up. people use, like, the be authentic as an excuse? Well, 100%. 100%. That's why the very first example was authenticity without boundaries is, uh, you know, um, careless. 100%. Yes. There's a, so here's here's my big takeaway. There's a right way and a wrong way to do most anything, and authenticity is no different. I do. How much time do we have? Well, I mean, you've been talking for a long time. You're at 43 minutes. So I posted a house tour. Oh, yes. That was fun. It was so much fun. It was like old school MTV Cribs. Yeah. But as quarantine version, <laughs> yeah. Um, and everyone loved. There's so many people that loved it. But I always, always, always get the comment like, "Wow, you really are taking your brand to the next level." Like they think that my Ally K brand that I just do everything with Ally K brand. Because it's all like black and white. Because it's all black and white. But I don't, but, and this goes more back to like your style versus, probably more so your style versus like being authentic. Because I'm trying to, I don't, it's like, 
my brand is me. It's mm-hmm. not the other way around. I'm I'm not trying to like have this brand and it be my life. It's just this kind is of, the Ralph Lauren example, sis. Yes, it's this just this is the Ralph Lauren's. Example. I'm doing what. That's right. I personally like, like and right. love, and this is my personal aesthetic, and I have found right. my personal aesthetic, and it and my brand is my. If you look at any, if you look Lauren at any story. other really successful people that look up to brands, look at their house, right. look at what they yeah. do on the weekends. Right. It's going to align completely, exactly. and all these people are like. Gosh, it bugs. You just ate a bug? It went up my nose. I ate so many bugs yesterday. Yesterday on the bike trail. I almost vomited. It was so funny. Because I ate so many. There were a lot of bugs out. So the Ralph Lauren story, if nobody's seen this, they need to watch it on whatever it is, HBO. But she was like. He lived his brand. Yeah, she. In other words, his house was, was his catalog. So one person was like, oh my gosh, I love your home. It's so cool to see that your it's black and white and your home is also black and white and she's like i'm not that consistent i haven't figured out my style unless messy and being all over the place is my thing <laughs> well it could be i mean it could be so i feel like all these people that aren't like confident in their style or they don't know their style or they're or they feel like they need to copy someone else's style because they're they're wanting to inspire to be someone or inspire right. to have this um, they're still searching this style. I think they're really, I think it really, really does go back to like, they need to, they need some, they don't need business coaching. They need personal coaching. I feel like they need to find their personal self before they find their business self. That's true. I keep going back to Ralph Lauren. I'm telling you, he's one of the most famous designers on the planet. And if you opened a catalog and looked at his catalog and then went to one of his homes, they would be identical. Well, they shot most of their catalogs at, at his, his home, home because that's just how he was. He's like, man, I want to be comfortable. I, I, this is how I want to live. And and I've told you this a million times. That's hyperbole, but it's it feels like a million times. If you will just design something that you like, people will go, I like that too. Mm-hmm. Versus trying to figure out what people, everybody else once and then trying to be that that's where a lot of new creatives really get in trouble all the great designers they design something that they would wear first and then people go i want to wear that too yeah right and um, the reason that people struggle is because they're trying to figure out how how to please everybody versus well if my style is messy and unorganized then maybe that's it and guess what maybe that is it yeah Maybe it is the, you know, the casual mess, but they have to figure that out first or they're just copiers, right? But then it goes back to like, well, if I buy this one style because I like it, and but then, so if it's someone else's style, is that then copying? Maybe. I don't know. I Look don't at know. Joanne it's Gaines. like a weird... Look at Joanne Gaines. She built an empire off of her style, and mm-hmm. if you go to her personal house, oh my gosh, it is her style. Yeah. She basically built her business saying, hey, I, this is kind of how I but live. But there's so this many is... other people that go to Magnolia and buy that style because they also like it. That's true, so and then that's okay. They, then that's okay. if they start an art thing, and like, well, this is a style that I really like, are they then copying... Her Maybe. style, because there's always going to be there's always going to be a tweak to that. Yeah, and you're right. There, right. There's always going to be a tweak because it's if not somebody exactly likes shiplap and they um, might not like gardening. Towel, that's right. They may not like gardening. Yeah. And and they may enjoy gray instead of white shiplap. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to put their own twist on what they like best about it. But I it. think that's the thing is that they are not finding that twist. They're so encompassing, right. if that's the right word, on that other person's fixating. style, fixating, fixating on, the other, right. on the other person's style, that they're forgetting to look in the mirror right. and see, okay, but what makes me unique? Like what right. is, there's, uh, there's something to everyone that is a little different. That's true. Look, I have been getting so much pressure for the last four years to write a business book 
that's just like everybody else's. Yeah. And right, wrong, or indifferent, I have stayed in my lane of writing parables. You did a really great one. Well, Well, I write parables that I enjoy, and then the people that in that enjoy that come alongside it, but it's not for everybody, but the people that like it come alongside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now that doesn't mean that I won't do one, do a traditional business book one day in the future. I might, but right now my style is parable and you stick to that. You get really good at that. That's where people find confidence too in the conviction in what they're doing, that it's working. And that's why you go back. I've got pictures on my mantle of you in pink shirts and blonde hair and while that felt good at the time you've leaned in and and now but i was also surrounded by so many people and i was trying to fit in at Uh, that time exactly and it didn't feel real and so the minute i got by yourself got by myself all my other friends were at jobs i was by i had so much time by myself i I started to see what I truly liked and yeah. I wasn't and so you started influenced into that. by yeah. what, cause I, there was no point of me fitting in cause there's sure. no fitting in anywhere. And then, then people started going, Hey, this is kind of cool. So, and going back to like, I've grown my Instagram and my following slowly because I've stuck to that. I didn't do s- all these things to try to, the catch bait and trying to get all these people to follow me because this is what sells or this is what is trendy. I just stuck to like who I am. And so all those people that are following me are following me genuinely because I'm been a hundred percent true to that. I've never once gotten a horrible comment from anyone a horrible there's, there's no been there's no bullying on my account there there's always going to be haters and there are always right. going to be that but personally like on my kind of account community i don't get that because those people are around because of how i put myself out there yeah just find your thing and be your thing yeah but understand there's boundaries have the, empathy your vibe attracts your tribe and so yeah. My vibe has been me, and so my tribe, I know, genuinely loves me for me. Which is awesome. Yeah. We got to wrap, me. I love you for you, too. Thanks. You're my favorite daughter. Have I told you that? Oh, thank you. You're my number one favorite daughter. Thank you. All right, there are actually clouds in the sky now. They're still white, though. I know, but it could rain any second, so we're going to get it. this equipment up. Plus, I just looked at my laptop battery. <laughs> It is almost dead. Great. Yeah. Love you, sis. Love you too, Papa Sam. See ya. Bye. Bye.